Hello, this is Old Man. I am a huge fan of the Chud Podcast. I find new and exciting ways to jerk myself off to its pleasant yet concussive sonic stylings. Allow me to introduce you to the first podcast presented in Funk Around. The definition of Funk Around is this. One fellow on the left. One fellow on the right. One fucker right down the goddamn middle. That is how they roll. Listen to this goddamn thing with headphones for a maximum effect. Now, I have to purge my cyborg bowels. Kevin, daddy's coming home. I feel the tip of the robot dumpling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 17th Chud Podcast. Steve, what's your favorite thing about the number 17? Um, there are 17 Emmanuel films. Maybe. By the way, welcome back, Steve. I like you. Yeah, he's back. We are opening a bottle of wine. Steve, tell us what this, what this wine is called. This wine is called Le Arco. Oh. Continue. Le Arco Marum a la Pedriam. Arkum. Oh, that's terrible. 2002. 2002. Absolutely. It's Justin, what's, your, what's the best film of 2002? 2002? Yep. Do you remember that year? Mm, no. I don't I don't remember movies by years, usually. What? I don't um, know them after, like, the 2000s. Like in the I can't remember 80s and 90s and 70s, I do. This is the official National Geographic wine. What's your, well, how about you, Nick? Do you remember? I, I think one of the Lord of the Rings came out. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's my default. What year are we talking about? 2002 was that the two towers 2002 yeah. that's too if far. it was a year the two towers it was brotherhood of the wolf and that's my favorite is that your favorite that year i love that movie yeah, that's, that's too far to i'm really. pouring some wine that's for too Justin. far back to remember right Justin's not a big wine drinker this might not work out too well for i have him. a little wine what are you telling i drink some wine every once in a while this is to celebrate um thanksgiving right are we celebrating thanksgiving we're celebrating the fact that we actually got a podcast together <laughs> tonight how long has it been since the last one the last one was like probably a month and a half ago Really? It was a while, yeah, and then Nick went off. But to no do one's a noticed. Secret project. Oh, that's right. It was more than a month and a half ago. Because mm-hmm. it was when you were doing your reports from the Charlie Daniels band. Oh, good grief. I that was the last podcast. Number 16 for oh, mathematicians. Man, our fans have been clamoring for this. I still have bad dreams about that, too. Actually, I'm really happy about the response that people do want another podcast, they as do. it turns out. They actually liked having Steve back. I think that was the best part for everybody is the Steve's little. Uh, Man on the road segment, which, which honestly, I thought I thought that part was shit. Nick. It was pretty boring, actually. <laughs> yeah. I apologize for it. Steve it, can't hold attention. Everybody liked it, but I think there's being well, there's well being it's nice. not like I had good material to work with. It was Charlie Daniels band. I hated it. Oh, you hated it. No, I liked it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, so we're having some wine because yeah. we need it. It's a Sunday evening, the last day before people return back to work after the Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Now, let Steve. me ask you a question oh, about Thanksgiving. I didn't mean quick. to interrupt you. No, oh, no, no, no. I'm gonna interrupt you. I was just trying to think of this. What were the pilgrims thinking with their attire? Now, I know this is like, it sounds like a stand-up, like some bad stand-up guy would ask this question, but I'm not trying to go into any stand-up because I'm not a comedian, but... And you're sitting. That's terrible. Those outfits are terrible. I like the big belt buckles and the hats. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Where, Those are great. Where did the, where does the, what kind of attire is that? Where does, where does that harken back to? You know, what, what kind of style are they bringing over from overseas? Is that... I mean, it just looks like shit to me. Don't they always say that fashion comes around and like different generations will recycle a past generation's fashion? <laughs> so you so think I'm the waiting. pilgrims are coming back? I can't wait for that one. So I can wear my giant belt buckle on my head. <laughs> See, I think what they wanted was uh, 
was to show the Indians that they meant business. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty threatening outfit. The Indians, I don't know what the Indian word for warrior is, but that is what, when they saw a pilgrim, they were like, fucking warrior. Look, if we can somehow make them laugh when we go into battle, laugh at our... <laughs> it was their shoes that bothered me. The shoes, the little knee socks. Yeah, I don't like this knee socks. I don't like the hats. And like... <laughs> so you don't like them at all then, right? You and what was the deal with all the bagpipes? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's Fucking just... pilgrims. You know what's great, though, is, you know, the symbol of Thanksgiving is, what, a turkey? But shouldn't it be a diseased blanket? Wouldn't that be a better <laughs> Thanksgiving? Is it, is it a turkey? You know how you used to do you know, for This is one thing I miss about when I was a kid is you used to do the little hand turkey. We had those. You know, the, you trace your ours. hand. Yeah. You know, I just miss that. And then every once in a while you trace your hand to make a pilgrim as well. The hand turkey. You know. The heck is yeah, that? Yeah, when you, when you out, do an outline of your hand and then you cut it out and, and you write, drew the little head on the thumb and the rest yeah, of the yeah. feathers. What? Yeah, then the hand pilgrim, the fucked up five-headed pilgrim. You two are old. Yeah, we are pretty old. That's right. We, we come from a time when people had hands. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, pilgrims, Back what in were the they day. thinking with their clothes? <laughs> Why don't you like the Pilgrims? No, I didn't say. I don't know. I didn't say I didn't, uh, necessarily like them. I just thought that their fashion sense was a little off. Um, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I liked it. I just thought they looked fucked up. Really, you didn't like the large collars either, because they those did come back in the seventies. The large collars. I don't think that was uh, rehashing the Pilgrim. It's like they dressed <laughs> the Pilgrim gear. <laughs> every choice they made was wrong. You know, it's like every. Every like every outfit choice they made was just incorrect. What do you think of their ride, the Mayflower? <laughs> Did you not like that one either? <laughs> just the Mayflower. That's the only thing they rode. They all came on one ship, just like yeah. immigrants. Yeah, just uh, we're talking about the first Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. so it was one boat. Do you think they have the most famous boat, or you, what about the Santa Maria? The Santa Maria. The, the, I thought you were going to say that. Do you the remember Nina? the Carmen? Who do you think is the most famous ride? From the olden days. Really? Uh, Pocahontas? <laughs> Come on. What was the name of George Washington's horse? Joe? No, he, had, he named his horse? Yeah, his horse it was like Sir, Ro- Sir Roland or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't Sir Roland, but it was... Uh, what was it? it was a- Listening to the Chud pa- podcast is like going to Wikipedia <laughs> and actually ending up on like the bang bus. <laughs> well, what, what was his horse's I name? I don't remember what his horse's name was. I don't even remember what his wife's name was, Martha. Right? There you go. There you go. So what would be considered the most famous ride of all time? Like, Do you have, uh, is this going someplace? No, no I'm asking. This, I don't, this is I, like a little survey before the show gets started. I'm trying to think here. Um, Pocahontas was good. I like that. What about Kit? Ooh. Man, I love Kit. Yeah. Are you talking about in history or are you talking about in Pilgrim history? No, no. In history. I mean, Pilgrim I, I history. threw a little Columbus history in there, too. What, no, actually, oh, you're talking about the old uh, yeah, the Columbus, Santa, the Santa Nina, Maria? the Pinton, yeah. the Santa fuck your face? Yeah. Which one sank? One of them sank, right? Titanic. Mm-mm. Remember when, is it George Washington's horse that sank? Yes. What was his name? Trying to cross the Delaware. No, and it was George horse... Washington's horse that sang. Remember, he used to gallop through the countryside. <laughs> I see the pain of The British are coming. So that was Paul Revere. But and he didn't know. Ed Sullivan. Paul Revere and the Raiders. Yeah, remember, is, is George Washington the guy that chopped down the cherry trees and then he couldn't tell a lie? Right. Um, so he blamed it on someone else. 
You think that would disqualify him from becoming the president? Right. Well, I mean, they didn't have a set of standards at that point. A little, I did a little political humor there off you guys. Is that what that was? Well, he had Honest Abe. You think that would disqualify him? All right, but Honest Abe? No, hang on a second. No, but the thing is, there was no previous president to judge him against. Honest Abe? Honest he Abe. He was honest. Couldn't lie. You think that would disqualify him from becoming a... What was Abe's... That was another political joke. Abe, by the way, Abe rocking the... He's rocking the pilgrim fashion a little bit, wasn't he? Yep. He's right there, down there's to where the... it came... That's where it brought back Except right there. I don't remember a lot of pilgrims wearing holes to their head. <laughs> yeah, well... Well, wait a second now. Someone brought that back. He did rock the pilgrim style. A couple style. of decades ago. Yeah. Few, a few decades back. Someone mm-hmm. someone saw it. Right in November. Right. right. I was like, I, you know what? I want to bring this trend back. So he brought it Lincoln back. Lincoln kind of looked a little... left. He looked a little Amish. Did he? Uh, I'll say Amish, not Amish. Uh, Amish. He looked Amish. You don't you like know? the little stove uh, pipe hat? That's what I'm saying. He looked a little Amish. Stove top or stove pipe hat? The large black hat. Yeah. So anyway, he looked a little Hasidic, maybe. What were you going to... You were going to ask something before he brought up the uh, the pilgrims. Really? You were gonna I, ask, was gonna, I was going to ask you about this holiday that we just had. And, oh, really? And, and, how, and how you enjoyed it. You want to talk about the pilgrims more? All right. Okay. Well, go ahead. We can switch off of this. I mean... If you want that, that is freaking riveting discussion, yeah, by the it? way. <laughs> we, we taught the world some history there. Washington, Washington we fucked history right in the ass. <laughs> Washington had those wooden teeth. He did, didn't he? Yeah. The, all the stuff I remember from uh, elementary school. The very important right stuff. Here. The very yeah. important stuff. Wow, that's yeah, that's one. really cutting edge uh, trivia on George Washington. <laughs> right. I'm good. He also he also right. rode across in the, uh, the Potomac in a boat pointing at shit. He yeah. wore a hat. Signed some declarations. He had some eyes. He did. Showed up on some money. Yep. He did show up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on some coins. He always had his ID around. <clears throat> it's true. It's like, here, let me whip out a quarter. He All died. Right. All right, Mr. Washington, you can have this liquor. He died in bed. <laughs> it wasn't his he, he, it wasn't his horse's name, the of course horse. <laughs> that's what he named his horse, right? Why? It just sounds like, it sounds right to me. The of course horse? Yeah. I don't. Okay. I mean, no, going by the stereotype that Justin's conveyed, his horse is probably named Patriotism or Liberty or some shit. <laughs> Bonus Winter. Uh, <laughs> Come <laughs> forth, Valley Forge. Yeah, it's like uh, Washington. Get your steed. He's like, you mean the of course horse? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. He named his horse something cute. That makes me. The that makes cor- me like I him. Under- more. I don't understand the the of course horse. Then he's like, Jesus, my gums have splinters. His little wooden teeth. Let's humor. talk about some Valley Forge while we're at it. Right. The funny thing was he brushed his teeth. Let's don't with enamel, which was just fucking. <laughs> that was irony. He's like, here, let me let me brush me wood with some teeth. <laughs> so, because of George Washington, the Pilgrims, and and the of course horse. We have Thanksgiving to be yeah, thankful Washington for. Washington and the, of course, horse. Yeah. Steve, what's your what's your family's traditional Thanksgiving activity? Um, we talk about uh, the pilgrims. We remember things about them. Besides hitting on relatives. Oh, what? right. Besides that. Yeah. Uh, we go see the fountain. No, no. Every year we do that. Every year? Every year. <laughs> yes, every year. What kind of nosh do you guys have? We have um, some turkey. Yeah, what's your what's your like traditional? Do you have a traditional family dish or Let's dishes? See. No, we don't. We, this year we had turkey, mashed potatoes. We had something called butter beans. You I hate those lima, lima beans. They're fucking horrible. Butter, butter. They call them butter beans. They're down the same here. fucking. Thing. They're, they're great. Not, they're not horrible. I like lima they're beans. They're great. Right, and they're uh, the same as butter beans, lima beans. Lima beans. <laughs> I don't have a clue, but they're good. And we had corn. 
Mm-hmm. We had some uh, cornbread. So you're, but you're your family thought outside the box for this holiday. Right, yeah. D- very, very cutting edge dinner. Yeah. Very much so. He's it's, your typical African American family. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, <laughs> we're tired of soup and burgers. We're having turkey. <laughs> so you yeah. do you do a little leftovers the next day, a little turkey sandwich, whatnot? Of course. I had a turkey sandwich this morning, actually. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Did you, uh, did anybody grab that bone and break it in half and see who's the lucky fucker? No. Wishbone. Yeah. No, we don't do that. Ooh. I'm sorry. No. The most it's cruelty. Boston to- Market doesn't give you the wishbone when you ordered the fucking turkey platter. <laughs> it's Publix, actually. No, we got we got back and murder the turkey. Yeah, you guys eat that back. <laughs> we're no, no, we're not from Australia. Is murder like hip for saying like you just eat it like you're ravenous? We go hunger. out. We 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 bust the cap in the turkey. Oh, did you really kill it. a turkey? No. Well, oh. someone did. <sighs> yeah. Some machine. Justin, tell us about yours. I just I mean. We had you mean what dishes that we ate? I'm all on my little. Uh, boss. We actually had a little uh, honey baked ham turkey. We ordered it from there. You have to laugh. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, get some green bean casserole. They took that. the shrink wrap off lunch. I like green bean casserole. That's good too. Why don't you invite me to your house? Mm. We had plenty been, of food. That would have been nice. We had my uh, big pineapple. That was kind of the big. That's a big, you know, Waddell family dish. That everybody likes. Food makes me proud to be a nunziata. <laughs> You don't like baked pineapple? <laughs> no, we can go fuck mm-hmm. off. Because you never had it. I've never had it. If you <laughs> if you ever had it, which you won't now, because I'm not going to make that shit for you, it, you would love it. What'd you have for dessert? What are uh, the ingredients? Or was it the pineapple, pineapple and heat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shh. Don't, don't let it get out. Um, for dessert, we had a little uh, pumpkin pie. Right. So, it's great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Steve had some pumpkin, too. Oh. No. We had uh, we had his relatives. <laughs> what did we have? We had coconut pie. and oh, yeah. We had some banana pudding. Oh, that's good stuff. No, I'll, yeah, it sounds good. Excellent. Coconut pie is actually really good. I haven't had coconut that for a long time. Coconut pie is good. Is that Gilligan's favorite? Or did he like the banana. What did, what did Gil- Gilligan like? Yeah. Skipper's I, delight. I, I don't know. <laughs> but what he he likes some kind of cream pie, the banana cream pie, he or like, coconut. He like gingerbread. Yeah, he couldn't decide between ginger and uh, Marianne. <laughs> Well, what did you have then, uh, you, you Italian bastard? <laughs> we had the we had the traditional shit. We were in at the beach there. You had the kiss coffee, right? We did have kiss coffee. We 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 had uh, we had turkey. And we that's had a rough day for Nick. Ham and shit. He, he found out the hard way. McDonald's was closed. <laughs> so no burgers and soups for him. No He's Scottish for food for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was, it was good. We had, uh, hung out with some from some family and fucking kids ran around like fuckers. Yep. Roasted some goddamn marshmallows and shit. Did you really roast some marshmallows? Out in the fire, yeah, outside. Oh, there was fire involved. Put that in the microwave, put the stick on it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> They've been doing it wrong all these years. And then we all came in each other's face. <laughs> just like just like last year. <laughs> blew, blew, some, blew some shit on each other. All right. Drop some egg on everybody. That's right. Today you're the turkey. Oh. Take some of this. So... The number one film this weekend was Happy Feet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. Did you, Nick? You've seen every movie. I, I will, I will not see Happy Feet. Yeah. I hate that term, and I'm not interested in the cartoon. You have a daughter. Daughter. She can go fuck off. Uh, Hugh Jackman is in it. Is he? Yeah. I can't wait to see it. You like Hugh Jackman. I like him, but he's boring. He's in enough movies right now. Fuck off. His movie shut out the Hugh Jackman film. Happy Feet destroyed the fountain. I know Happy Feet is a Robin Williams film, though. Is Robin Williams in it? He's the main... 
Are you sure? Mm-hmm. That's about the crazy penguins, right? It's about a bunch of fucking penguins. Right. Actually, a couple of people on the message board, on the Chud message boards, love that movie. Yeah. Well, it's animated. That's all it takes usually. Every we watched movie. the Ant Bully on the way to uh, to the to the beach there. How was that? Bruce Campbell. He's uh, he's pretty good. In it. He is. He's pretty good in it. It's not that great. It's very generic. Nicholas Cage is kind of an odd choice. Julia Roberts is pretty good. Giamatti's good. You know, Bruce Campbell's good. There's some other some other horror. I watched a little Giamatti myself over the holiday. A little Safe Men. No, it's your movie. Very good Giamatti role as a as a, a lamb chopper. That was his name. Veal chop is his, is his character's name. Very funny in that movie. Good movie. Not not the kind of movie you want to watch if you're a little drowsy. It's a different type of pace for sure. Yeah, you know? you'll you'll fall but asleep. It's, it's, it's funny and a little Dinklage at the end, which is nice. <laughs> uh, is extra extra word in that sense. <laughs> yeah, very small role for him. I had to say there's a little in there. Yeah, but he's he's very good as usual. Little Pete in his tiny part. Poor poor Dinklage. One of these days he'll get cast as like a oceanographer or something. The guy works works more than most. He's in that he was in that new Lassie movie. We brought that up on an earlier podcast, mm-hmm. but I think that's finally out on DVD. Yep, finally. It's called Lassie Find Small. <laughs> um and uh, Samantha Morton I think is in that as well. Now, am, am I correct? Did he play the flea? <laughs> Samantha Morton apparently hard to work with. Can't what, stand her. Is what the? Is I know the, you like her, but she's she's horrible and you're. I kind of like her, but apparently she's hard to work with. Steve doesn't like her because she's unattractive to him. Exactly. I think she is attractive in a, in a certain uh, in a Tweety just, Bird kind of way. She's not your typical, you know, beauty, but she's kind of a pretty girl. I think. Speaking of not your typical beauties, orangutans. Yeah. No. All right, so uh, Steve, you saw the fountain for the second time this weekend. Yes, I did. And what does that what does that mean? I actually liked it better the second time. Um, it's once you see it the first time, there's a ton of stuff you miss because it's a lot of stuff thrown at you. But as you go into it the second time, you're able to take in more things. You see all well, you see a lot of the symbolism. You're able to latch on to it and follow the story a lot lot easier. It's just a much more enjoyable experience. So you think it's a kind of movie that needs to be seen more than once? Yes. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. See, my concern is getting people to see it the first time because people sh- are shit. What did it do this weekend? Altogether, after five days, I think 9.5 million. Oh, I don't think yeah. it did that much. Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Well, the theater we saw it are in. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty much sure. The theater we saw it in. Grad. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 5. Oh, I'm 5. sorry. 5.5 million. I didn't mean, know if it did that much. No, I, I looked at it today. Oh, yeah. 5 it, was n- it was number nine. I mean, it beat out Tenacious D. Sorry, I didn't mean to be no, talking. No, it didn't. I didn't yeah, I'm, it I'm sorry. It's 10th and the Tenacious D's 11th. I looked it up. Oh, my grilled. Together, they might have. They'd have if, they, if you put those two movies together, they'd have a failure at the box office. <laughs> Casino go. Royale, though, is doing very well. It's about to break $100 million. Excellent. It should do well. It's a very good movie. Deja Vu. Came in at third with 20. So Denzel can still open a movie, basically, and that's all that... Because that movie didn't get very good reviews, and I don't think any of us have seen it. It's a terrible trailer. Yeah, it's not a good trailer. Speaking of not a good trailer, Deck the Halls. Yeah, Matthew Broderick. Shameless holiday movie. Danny Vito, who who has never aged, he's always looked the same. Matthew Broderick, however, is looking a little older. Not old enough. Broderick's always been boring. No, he hasn't. Broderick's garbage. No, he's not. He's good. Not a fan. Hope he he retires. What's number... Borat. 
110 million altogether. That's yeah, incredible. That's Fantastic. That's, incredible. that's a good movie. The Santa Claus 3. Can you believe that fucking movie? How's it doing? It's done 67. Oh, wow. That's a, that's, that's a legitimate series right there. There'll be a fourth then. I gotta hope Tim Allen falls on a fucking motorcycle. Um, Stranger Than Fiction has done 32 so far. There's a film that kind of snuck in and nobody really... Yeah, I guess no one's really... I don't know if people are liking it, but I know the critics weren't too kind to it. Well, it's because it's probably balls. Uh, Flushed Away, which, uh, you know, it's that it's that kind of shit. Apparently a budget of $150 million. Nice. It's done about fifty seven. Who's, who's in the Flushed Away? Who's the... Uh, it's, it's Ardman. I don't know. I know, but who's the, who's the voice? The voice? Yeah, who's the, one of the... Is it Jackman, too? Is he in that, too? I have no idea. I'm looking... Jackman's like in every movie now. I'm not going to be able to help you, I don't think, but... No, I don't really have that information. Oh, yeah, Hugh Jackman, yeah. Kate Winslet, Ian McKellen. I, I swear, I think he's in Happy Feet, too, uh, Jackman. I hope you're wrong. Why is he in a, Why is he doing the voiceover shit all the time now? Yep, he is in that. God. Elijah Wood, Robin Williams, Brittany Murphy, Hugh Jackman, Nicole Kidman, Hugo Weaving. Like Directed that. by George Miller. I like Brittany oh, Murphy. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, so uh, flushed away. Bobby is at number nine. That's the Emilio Estevez triumphant return. People have been waiting. Kind of an unexpected, you have been waiting. Uh, unexpected movie for him, I think. He, he wrote it as well. Yeah, and, and the pre pre release buzz on it was pretty good. The release buzz on it was balls. Yeah. As an earnest, heavy handed pile of Christ. I think people were I think people were saying it, saying that they were lukewarm on it the whole way through. I mean I think it got some okay notices, but Um uh, the thing is though, he, he had done the war at home and that was slightly heavy handed. Slightly. The Bruce Bruce Willis war hero piece of shit. And um. then numbers ten and eleven. The Fountain and Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. Yeah. The, the Fountain, to me, isn't surprising. I thought Tenacious D would do better. I thought Tenacious D was going to be a legitimate contender, but honestly, they did a bad job of marketing it, and the trailer <laughs> for it was horrible. Yeah. And now I know why, though, because I saw the movie. And the movie's not so good. Oh, I'm going to go see that. Yeah, it's it's worth seeing for people that like those guys. I like The Fountain. I mean, I like the movie. I think that it's... It's a it's a strange film and and, and you know I, I thought maybe maybe had a shot because Jackman was the was the lead, but beyond Jackman they they got nothing. I mean it's just it's a weird looking film to people. They're not going to flock. So I don't Jackman, remember the trailer for it. I don't remember. The trailer it. was good. Was it misrepresenting it? No, no, the trailer was good. You know what's weird though? It is, does misrepresent it a little bit because I think I think that from the trailer it looks like an epic, an uh, action, more of an action, or film. it looks like an epic movie, and, and the movie's actually I think relatively very small. small. Film, yeah, it's yeah. a very small. Film. But the box office, it still should have been better. But the reviews being mixed surprised me because I thought if nothing else, it would at least be a critical darling. Yeah, and critics blew themselves. Uh, Tenacious D, though, I mean, like, I don't know. There's a built-in fan base, and they're rabid. You know, as a matter of fact, when I bought the soundtrack, I was a bit disappointed in it, and I went and posted on the Chud boards, and immediately got people riled. People weren't liking it. No, they were liking I mean, it. People were liking it. your comments. No, they weren't like my comments. But after seeing the film, bless you. After seeing the film, yeah, I like the music a little bit better, but not enough to. I really like the, the the HBO show that they did. I like the um the guy that directed it, Liam Lynch. And, you know, I always talk about how he did Civil and All. I like the MTV show. Yeah. Um, I, I liked it, and he did that, which I didn't see, but he did that uh, Sarah Silverman movie. 
Jesus' Jesus's magic. Yeah. I, I'd like to see him get uh, somewhat of a career, um, but this if this is any indication, he's going to... Well, not and that it's any consolation, but you, you figure that's going to be a huge DVD. Yeah, I will. I mean, it'll be bigger mm-hmm. than... Obviously, I mean, I, how could it not outperform probably be the same the dimensions office? as other DVDs. <laughs> Wouldn't fit in the players otherwise. They'll just turn around like Beer Fest. Beer Fest has come on DVD really quickly yep. after after yep. its failure at the box office. So, well, at least it made its money back. Did it? I don't think Tenacious will. But you know what's weird is on the board, somebody complained about the boom microphone being visible in a lot of the frames. Same thing happened with me, and uh, I think it's because when we saw where we saw it was di- where I saw it was digital projection, and they had it out of focus, and they never really brought it back in. So I was seeing the boom mic in ninety percent of the scenes. Really, it's really weird, and it got old after a while. People thought it was part of the joke, but I don't think it was. Um, you know, it's weird. Like, there's a few gratuitous cameos in Tenacious D. Yeah, well, and uh, some that aren't so gratuitous that are very good. I heard that Grohl's good. Grohl's no? awesome. Yeah. Dave, Dave Grohl plays Satan. That's not a spoiler, and he's awesome because you know because he's actually playing the instruments that Satan's playing, and he rocks out you know against those guys, and it's a fun scene. Tim Tim Robbins is actually pretty funny in it. Yeah, Ben Stiller is not so good. Um, I always like Ben Stiller, and though. the Sasquatch stuff is not good. John C. Riley, yeah, not good. Until, there's somebody else. There's one other cameo. Oh, there was like you know what's her name, the girl from Saturday Night Live that's in everything. Is oh, Amy, Amy Poehler, Poehler. she's yeah. great though. She's all right. She's not that good in this. She's an upright citizen, citizen's brigade. She's great, I think. Very funny. Just because she's in Saturday Night Live doesn't mean she's not funny. No, no, that's, I, I agree. This. Oh, speaking of, yeah, I mean, like, because what's his name? Will Forte is from Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah, and he's he's capable. Um, and the other movie that, that I was really excited about, which I saw today, was For Your Consideration. Yeah. And it was not good. Yeah, not good they, at all. the reviews have been kind of uh, mixed that's, on that That's well. stunning, actually. It yeah. is stunning for me, because I absolutely love it. Well, everything. they kind of stepped away from their uh, mockumentary approach, didn't they? They kind of did a legit film this time? Uh, like well, an actual film? No, More, I mean, no? It, it's still mockumentary. I thought it wasn't. It's not as mockumentary, but it's... It's. I mean, it's a satire. Yeah. But there are, you know, there's a lot of the the riffing that's continue. You know, that that the other ones are known for. Uh, but uh, you know, some of the jokes are pretty good. Some of the some of the some of the, the things they make fun of about the movie industry are funny. Like all the crew members that aren't like principal crew are always on their cell phones checking their email and shit like that. And there's a couple little things like that. And 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 they really kind of get how some some people. Uh, are reluctant to embrace technology and all that, but for the most part, it's there's nothing in there that hasn't been done much better in other in other you know formats. I think it's a couple of years too late. I don't I, I don't know. I, I just think that maybe those I, I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know if I want to see those guys do that. Maybe what what makes those guys so fun is that they choose obscure and small targets. Typically, you know, it's it's a lot it's a lot easier for them to play with, you know, small town plays or dog shows or you so know because like, it's the film. Uh, because it's the film uh, industry, do you think they're too close to it to really pull off the jokes? No, most, of, yeah, maybe, but most of those people aren't like super. You super said the, players. You said that some of the performances were good, though. I like Parker Posey. I was surprised. Yeah, I always like her. I, I I always like her too, but she's done some bad work recently. No, oh, I mean Blade Three. Yeah, that's about it, though. Um, and uh, I, Jane Lynch and, and Fred Willard are good. Yep. Um, but As, I was surprised how disappointing some of those were, and there's a little bit too much of the Jewish humor that. Has been done to death by. I mean, like, if you, you want, I mean, Mel Gibbs, Mel, Mel Gibson, Mel Brooks, <laughs> Mel Gibson does different yeah. Jewish humor. Mel Brooks and the Reiners and and all that. They do it so well, and they've done it for so long that it's you know, it, there's not much that the uh, the Christopher Gesson gang do to it. And honestly, I don't know if it's the fact that Eugene Levy, he's co-writing them, and he co-wrote the last one. 
I wonder if maybe he's the weak link. I don't know. Eugene Love is. I like him. But he's also bad a lot of the time, and he's in a lot. He's he's in a lot of bad movies, and he's never really, never really Paulson that funny. Movie. He's never really that funny. He's. I think he always was pretty funny. He, but the last movie I really thought he was funny in was Splash. <laughs> what about Armed and Dangerous? Him and John Candy. That was a funny movie. Yeah, right. You didn't see it. That changed your mind. He was great in Splash, actually. Yep. And he was okay in the American Pie movies, but that got out of hand after a while. Yeah, he became yeah. Joe Pesci of the American Pie movies. I mean, those movies are. You became the Joe Pesci of this podcast. We keep saying that. What? That I'm singing for Eugene Levy. <laughs> <laughs> so when are you gonna go uh, go do Gone Fishing with Danny Glover? That's a that's a Pesci film. Pesci. Wait, it wasn't Danny Glover, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, Pesci has uh, come. He's in something recently. He's in something. He actually has a little bit of a comeback. He's back. He's back. That's not bad though. I like Joe Pesci. I do too, but he's been gone for a while. He did a he did an album of uh he did an album. He did do a CD, yeah. In character. Did he? Of Vincent LaGuardia or some shit like Ooh. that. Yep, there you go. Remember remember that his final scene in Casino? <laughs> he Holy lives. Holy shit. He lives. His underwear. That's a brutal scene. Yeah, it is. It's hard to watch. Especially if you're a fan of baseball. <laughs> it's hard to watch if you don't have eyes. Yeah, man. That's for sure. It's very difficult. <laughs> Steve with the color commentary. Yeah, love, 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 love. So I'm sitting there at the store. It's uh, it's Tuesday, you see. Uh, it's the day new releases come out. And uh, I'm standing there, and I'm looking at the new releases, and you got, like, what, uh, Clerks 2 and the Superman box set and uh, uh, Season 1 of Bones and, and then Evening with Kevin Smith, Evening Harder, which, sorry, Kevin, we beat you to that ages ago. Uh, and I'm wondering, like, what what the fuck? Um, this is the weekend you should unload the really big bastards. Because while people are going to obviously be shopping over the next few weeks for that silly religious holiday, now is the time to really get your maximum, you know, exposure. Uh, the holiday uh, Thanksgiving pass, and I'm sure you're familiar, uh, and followed by that was Black Friday, which is, uh, among other things, known for uh, the day that Negroes are allowed to purchase items over the counter um, as opposed to using the black market. Um, but, you know, this is when people were really, really, really hitting the stores hard. I know that this past weekend was gangbusters uh, in terms of the, the retail sales and all that. Um, and, uh, you know, it just came, seems like a missed opportunity. This is when you should have put out your really big stuff because even though people will be shopping perhaps more frantically next week and the week after, um, it's not like your shit's going to be off the shelf before then. So what you do is you put it out today, you get an end cap space reserved until the end of the year, and you just count your fucking money and thank me later. I don't get it. And, and I don't get a lot of things, which, you know, is why I'm probably a little sexually frustrated right now. But anyway, I don't know. That's my brilliance, because if I had a product that I knew was good and that people would be looking for, I would put it out today. And I would have that bitch, I would spend the marketing blitz on it, I'd have it all over the fucking place, and I would have it out today. And you know what? Uh, that just isn't happening. The Superman thing's going to sell good, but it's not going to sell like it may have. It's, I don't think it's of Alien Quadrilogy quality, you know, in terms of the, the marquee value, or even that Matrix box set. Because even though the Superman films are, are iconic and people, people obviously, you know, are going to buy the shit out of it, uh, there's there's two good films in that set, two and a half, and there's also that controversy kind of bubbling up now about how they're not the definitive versions of those films anyway. Um, so 
you know what? Shame on you people for not getting it right. I mean, that's my job, I know. But, uh, you know, that's enough. This is my Mr. From the Road. Uh, you're welcome. You're fucking welcome. Yeah, love, 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 love. Fuck, fuck, fuck. All right, sorry, we had to stop because Steve went on a, on, a, on a racist tirade again. So far, 15 movies have broken the $100 million barrier. So that's good. That's good for finances, I suppose. But it's weird to look at the... Uh, let's look at the top 15 movies of the year so far. Casino Royale will end up being one of them uh, before it's all said and done. Number one, by a long stretch, is Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that made a lot of money. 422. It's a lousy film, but I can see it. It's not lousy. It's just fat. It's just fat. It's just too much shit going on. Yeah. It doesn't have the heart of the one that preceded it. First film is classic. Yeah. Very good. Stellan's great. I mean, not Stellan. Stellan's okay. Bill Nye is great. Yeah, he's good. Um, Number two is Cars. Mm-hmm. Which I did it. not see, and I have Owen no interest. Owen Wilson, right? Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy. You gotta like to hear that, the Owen Wilson. And you're a big Larry the Cable Guy fan, right? I hope his parents die. But he lives? And I hope they die on him. Um, X-Men, The Last Stand was the third best. Now, that is a, an atrocious That's film. actually surprising that that... 234. Is, I guess that's why they're still, they're talking about more films now. Because The Last Stand isn't final enough. I hope Brad, Here's the film I thought was going to be number Brad one. Brad parents unhave him. I was I would have bet good money at the beginning of the year that the Finji Code would be the number one film. I, it, I can't believe it's number four. You thought it would be lower. Well, I, I, can't, I you know, it, and you look at number five, which is well, how much Superman did Returns. Make? How much and did the Da Vinci make? Two seventeen. Less than it should have probably, but the the thing is, that you kept hearing how much of a failure uh, Da Vinci and Superman Returns uh, were, and then they're they're four and five. Yeah, but Superman kind of was. I guess because, in relation to budget. Well, it incurred the budgets of the previous versions that were never made. So I, I think, from what I understand, it had to make at least three fifty here. Yeah. In order to stand well, a chance I, I think of breaking a lot of people, even worldwide. A lot of people look at Superman as the A plus tier of, of of that kind of event film in the same way Spider Man is. I agree. And it didn't do Spider Man business. Right. So. Mm-hmm. It did. It did Hulk business. It did better than Hulk. It did. You know. It did. Bat, it, it didn't do as good as the Batman, the recent Batman. But you know, it's it is an underperformer. It still did two hundred million, which is hard to complain about. But and then uh, number six is uh, Slither. <laughs> I wish <laughs> Ice Age: The Meltdown, which I didn't see either of, so I can't. I don't remember it being in it theaters. Makes me sad that, long. that Ray Romano is. I don't remember it being, being in theaters paid. that long to get that much money. <laughs> Yeah. I like every so they have cars at number two, Ice Age six, and then uh, over the hedge, over the hedge which I, seven. I, I contributed to that box office. Did so you like it? That movie was tender dick. I guess you did not like it. You know, I like the Wild a lot more than that, which um, is nowhere to be found on this list. No, it, it probably it'll be up there, right? It's an anime movie, so it has to at least make two hundred million, right? It did. Uh, where the fire is it? Is it called the Wild? The Wild. Maybe it came out last year. Nope, it did 37. And that was a Disney animated film. Fuck off. Anyway, <laughs> Talladega Nights was number eight. Getting a little backlash these days. Oh, surprising. Yeah, I know. So, so did Anchorman, though. It was a lot of fun. Well, it's, Anchorman's a lot better. Talladega's fun, but it's yeah. no Anchorman. And then number nine is your uh, favorite favorite movie of the year so far, right? Click. That movie can go come in itself. Holy smokes. How much did it do? 137. Yeah, Sandler, man, he's a, he's and that's the that's the really exciting one where he gets a remote control that can right. fuck shit up. He's a Sandler, though. I'm telling you, that guy can that guy can take a movie 
pass a hundred million all the time. He can, but only because he's got dumb fans, I like dumb sheep like fans. I, I like him. It didn't work for Punch Drunk Love though, did it? Did it? it didn't that didn't make that much money? Adam Sandler's fans are dumb and they're sheep like. I like I like Adam Sandler. You I keep saying that. that. Yeah, Justin. Before you leave, I need to make a coat out of your wool. You fucking sheep. <laughs> did you go see Click? I didn't see it. No. Justin, you got some shit in your hoof. <laughs> I didn't, After click. I like Sandler, but I don't like him enough to see click. I like the short hair on your black face. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is Michael Richards in here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be forever a uh, fan from for Sandler from uh, Billy Madison and his SNL days. So yeah, well, Happy Gilmore. We all have faults. Click. Happy Gilmore is great. Click. This is uh. Anyway, so the number 10, actually, this is a movie you do like. I love Mission Impossible 3. I've watched it on video now, which re- yeah. reaffirmed my love for it. It's a fun movie. It's uh, it's exciting. It's very it's very good. It's fantastic. It, it, you know what it is? It's, it, it, here's the problem with it, is that it's, it's, it has nothing, there's nothing about it that really sticks out. Like, it's not going to blow you away or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's just solid as shit, and it's, it's just, it's just it's a, it's a tight little movie. Especially considering, uh, if you look at the other films that came out this year, the other action films, including Casino Royale, there's no set piece in Casino Royale that's really all that outstanding. All the really good stuff mm, in that movie. I wait, wait, hold on. All the really good stuff in that movie is character stuff, which was uh, the most important. With you. Which was the most important stuff for a Bond film to get right. The the chasing at the beginning of that movie is excellent. It's I a, it's 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 it's. Have you seen excellent. District B13? Nope. It's a little too long. I love it. I think it's great. I liked it too. But it's and been, well, and aside from that, the whole the, the best thing about Casino Royale to me is is Craig. That's what I'm saying. That's why I, I was about. That's to it. I mean, oh, I like uh, what's it, the girl too, uh, Eva Green. But she's all right. Um, Nothing great. The story, you know. Eh. But it's yeah, he's great in it. Yeah, the story but, but is just. Mission Impossible to me is a better action film. It's a better action film. It's not a better movie. It's a better action film. Yeah. Anyway, after Mission Impossible is The Devil Wears Prada, which I thought was balls. I actually saw it. Everybody loved it. Well, everybody can go fuck themselves. The breakup, that's a surprise. I love the breakup. Breakup's I, cool. I, I like it, too. But I, I, after we saw it, I was like, there's no way this movie's making money. And I was dead wrong. I that's, hope they package that with Breakdown as it, a double pack. It was not good. Breakup. <laughs> Steve. But you liked we're not it. talking about your breakup. We're like talking it. about the movie. Uh, the breakup was lousy. <laughs> I hated it. What's next? The DVD for the breakup is interesting. Good. What's next? Uh, the next is the gr- my favorite movie of the year, probably. Well, no, it's my third favorite movie of the year, The Departed. What's your first and second? Well, it's my my first. I mean, it's like uh, Pan's Labyrinth is still my favorite, but I, uh, The Departed gets better on repeat viewings. I've only seen Pan's like once. Okay. Pan's but Labyrinth being the movie coming out in Spanish, the fucking crazy language. I I put slow there over to The Departed, for me. I love that movie. What Slither? Did The Departed did one sixteen, which is great. That's good for old Marty. It's a personal best for the for the eyebrows. Uh, <laughs> number fourteen is Borat, still cranking along at a frantic pace, doing well. A very, movie, a movie that did live up to the internet buzz. Yeah, remember there's internet buzz on that. So where's Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly's article about internet buzz for Borat? Remember. For- they had one about snakes on a plane. They also had they they they're covering the shit out of Borat now. They're like, yeah, love, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. He was on the cover when he uh, yeah, this film like the best film ever or the most offensive. Yeah, yeah. Entertainment Weekly, the worst magazine E-weekly. in the business. E Weekly, yeah, the rounding, worst going. Rounding out the uh, fifteen, we have Happy Feet. 
We you discussed know, that. You know, like sick and sad and vomiting. Fuck, fuck an animated movie. I'll say it. Fuck an animated movie. Nick. Unless it's Fritz the Cat. Too. No, no, no. Fuck it. Justin's grabbed some films off the shelf. Let's hear what you got, you fuck. All right. First movie I have here is uh, uh, the the Robert Forster, Donnie Wahlberg experience, Diamond Men, <laughs> which Nick owns. <laughs> what? Nick, Nick owns it. Um, I actually saw this film. He bought it because of uh, Forrester. I did. Yeah, I it was at Hollywood Video. It was like buy one get seven hundred free. Actually, you... this movie actually got a lot of good reviews. It's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's a good deal, huh? <laughs> no, it's a hell of a deal. Oh, I know why. I know why Nick has this. Had you seen that before? It was. It, it, I missed. It was the day after their buy one Sour Patch Kids get our store. Had you seen that film before you bought it? <laughs> no. Oh. Here's guess, why guess Nick who it. still hasn't seen it. Oh, really? Here's why Nick has it. Because of the brutal combination of co-stars Bess Armstrong and Jasmine Guy. Wow. The brutal combo. Bess Armstrong really lit it up in High Road to China. Who I wrote, like Bess Armstrong. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? Who wrote it? Who cares? What I, I care. Uh, Do you, I, I think you guys will all agree with me that Stretch was the Bess Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> the best Armstrong. <laughs> she was really uh, pretty in a, you know what movie she Nothing in Common or something. Was that Tom Hanks? Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Jackie Gleason takes the loss. Oh, she's she's a babe back then. She was in Jaws 3 too. She plays a prostitute in this, I think. Like an older prostitute. I saw this movie. It's okay. Show some respect, whore. <laughs> and uh, Donnie Wahlberg, who I saw today in an episode of Band of Brothers on HBO. He was very good. Mm-hmm. He's a not a bad actor, old Donnie. Living Color was a Band of Brothers. Better than Mark. Yeah, apparently you hate Mark. Mark's so Diamond Men, Steve, I, I'm the only one that's seen it. I thought it was okay, and Nick owns it. I like it. I think it's a bit overpraised. It's, you, it's a little bit too much of I that I thought shit. you didn't watch it. I did. I ended up watching the shit out of it. Okay. I did like Damian Lewis a lot in it. He's very good. Oh, Band of Brothers. I'm talking about Diamond Men. Oh, no. no I'm Band of Brothers is good. <laughs> did you make a living color joke? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it said they're a Band of Brothers. Ain't no Band of Brothers up in this motherfucker. <laughs> thought I heard something. He, so what, what's next? Damien Lewis is very good in Apparently that. Apparently Steve's on the West Coast. Oh, he gets boy. jokes three so hours later. <laughs> satellite delay. Damien Lewis also good in that movie Keen. Did you what's see that What's next? I didn't. I, I also don't know anything from the rock band Keen. That's a lie. Magnolia. Great soundtrack. Boring film. Paul Thomas Anderson. His um, quote unquote masterpiece. Uh, I, I think it's I not. I thought Fiona Apple was his masterpiece. Hmm. He's actually dating or with um, one of the women from Silent Live. What's her name? Maya Rudolph. No, no longer with Fiona Apple. She, Maya Rudolph's okay. Yeah, she's actually good at Silent Live. Um, I don't like this movie. No, I don't either. I like it. I think it's plotting. Very, very, very overrated. And Overblown. Actually takes a. Takes a uh, we were talking about Homicide: Life in the Street earlier. There's a segment of Homicide: Life in the Street that this movie steals which, from. Which segment? The person that jumps out the window to kill themselves and their parents uh, really well, that's, the I thought it was based on a true story maybe but Homicide stole it first I don't like that movie Nick I like Tom Cruise in it I like the performances somewhat but yeah no it's it's definitely to, to use a word that uh, Devin, Devin hates pretentious, pretentious. Yeah, it yeah. Is. it's a good I, I like it though I think it overreaches it does no it does but you know what I like I like ambitious failures I tend to like those kind of movies I don't like this one I was tricked. I liked it in I the mean, theater. I mean, look at the room I'm sitting in. Look who's with me. Yeah, but we're not ambitious. We're pretentious. Oh, you're masturbatory. Mm. 
All right, what do you got? The Rainmaker, John Grisham. Excellent little movie. And it's the last Coppola, right? I don't know. Is it the last one? I think it's his last movie. He's done. I wouldn't call it excellent. Did you say it was excellent? Well, I mean, I, I had a, it's excellent in in the in the world of John Grisham adaptation. Is that Chris O'Donnell? No, it's Matt Damon and Dan DeVito okay. and Mickey Rourke and a kid with cancer and some other people. All right. Yeah. The kid from uh, Jesse something Jesse the kid from uh, Bye Bye Love. Who was the girl? Claire Danes. Claire Danes and right. Anthony Sh- a- Andrew Shue. Mickey Rourke was pretty good in this. He was funny. Yeah. It's all right. Oh, he's funny. He's kind of weird. He now. was funny. It's a nice he little had, he movie. He had pet nurse sharks. That's right. He great was. soundtrack. Great, great soundtrack. Little jazz soundtrack. He was. Yeah, I'm thinking of another movie. What's Mickey Rourke movie where it's where he he's in like in a in a home and it's kind of like this. But that's something you would. Grisham. Am I wrong? That's not the kind of it. film you would. Uh, you know what? Here's the, that's like a good little. I think Coppola it's kind of a sleeper. Too. No, you're right. It's not a typical Coppola film, but it showed that he's. You know, the thing is though, if you're gonna hand. A movie like that to a shitty director or whatever. Let let Coppola get finance his next wine venture, and let him do a me- you know kind of a middle of the road type of movie. The thing the thing about Rainmaker is it's like you know I I've read pretty much the first like five or six of Grisham's books, and they were fine. They were entertaining, and I thought that was one that was I didn't like the book that much, but I thought the movie was kind of fun. And yeah, I think it Damon, was good. Damon, and, the, the scene in the court in the room with Damon and John Voight's awesome. Where he goes to yeah. meet with Voight and the uh, and the shark lawyers, it's a good scene, very good scene. Yeah, there's some good scenes in it, and um, it's uh, you know, uh, Danny DeVito, fun in it. And, yeah, Danny DeVito's you know. great. But honestly, if you don't know this, the the score is really, really a good little score. I don't remember. Is it Dave? It's not Dave Grusin, is it? Who is it? I don't know. You got the thing. Uh, does it say? I'm sure it does. The costume designer was a- 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 Aggie Gerard Rogers. Excellent. Uh, I don't know. Music by Elmer Bernstein. Oh, Elmer Bernstein, yeah. It's a really it's a good soundtrack. Really good jazz score. A lot of lot of organs. So you own that. Uh Ghost in the Shell, Volume One, Standalone Complex. Yeah. Oh. What is this? That's the, the, the series that followed the sequel. Not good? No. Nah. Alright, let's see. But the, I like the uh, the Ghost in the Shell comic is great. You have the, a lot of shite. The Ghost in the Shell movie, the first two are pretty fun you know what's delicious is ghost in the magic shell Did you guys ever try that magic shell is great mm, i used to love mm, that stuff. delish yeah. you know i want some magic shell right now you know what you don't want to do what's that refrigerate magic shell right because some it, people it, open it up and they don't occur to them that don't refrigerate that shit they actually if you refrigerate magic shell it's a hershey bar in a can shape but it tells you though it does tell you that, but some it says, it says don't read. refrigerate unless you're an idiot you know what's funny though if magic shell <laughs> it would be cool if, if they could find a way to make shit that freezes and tastes good because magic shell is a neat concept but it tastes like rub downs no it tastes great <laughs> it I really the thing is it really it, is a good concept like but it does taste shit like shit it's, it's like, like hold on if your childhood it tastes ma- great it tastes like a featureless elf it which is good because <laughs> elves it's, are freaky it's like you know what it, okay it's like if somebody, you know, like in the fly when he put. Why the, am I defending magic? I love it. It's so good. Yeah. Look, no, no. you pour that Joker on uh, some ice cream, right? Yeah. Hardens it, up. Oh my bad. Shire. I thought we were talking about turtle wizards. Oh no, no. <laughs> okay, you guys are talking about the actual product. Turtle wizards became uh, uh, blockbuster music. Magic shell is great. You know, magic shell is what chocolate would taste like if if chocolate was made from your ass. 
It's one of the it's one of the most interesting products. I, I, you know what though? There. I'll go, I'll go out there and say that the Magic Shell peanut butter flavor is splendid. Is it? You still getting the Magic Shell? No, I I do it from time to time because I have this a kid. Great. See, I haven't had it in years. Now I'm gonna go. Get, I'm gonna go get. And some. I've always wanted to put a hard thing in a kid's mouth. I think you own more Star Trek films than I do. Yeah, but you own series. I own a few. I don't want to talk about Star Trek. D- they released the animated series on DVD last week. Did they? Yep. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. It wasn't all that good. Except that it... Who did the voices? They did. They did their own voices. They, they were, Wait, they got Walter Koenig to do his own voice? Yeah, he was not uh, not too busy. Unbelievable. Shatner was on hiatus from Kingdom of the Spiders. <laughs> not he, the movie either. So he, so he was the, able... The department to, store. He was able to do it. I haven't seen you that. You ever shop there? I got their card. The, what, Kingdom of the Spiders? Yeah. I haven't been there in, they're, in they're, years. Their proprietary polo shirts are fantastic. Right. That's why you don't greet a zombie, by the way. What? You don't greet them. You don't greet them? No, because you'd be like, hi, Adis. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think, See, that would have been better <laughs> if you said that the sequel to Raising Arizona was a zombie film. Oh, yeah, his name was High in that movie, right? <laughs> Signs oh. it's getting late. <laughs> Our first joke of the night. Hi, hi, ages. Hi. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for explaining the joke. <laughs> his name was High in the in Raising Arizona. Yep, H.I. McDonald. That's a great movie. Oh, That's a, thanks. Still goodness. classic, I think. One of Randall Tex Cobb's better performances. What else was he in? King of the Spiders. <laughs> was he? No. He was in Uncommon Valor. Oh, yeah, well, which was a fun movie. I love it. And uh, Randall Tex Cobb, he was in that punching movie, the, the prison fighting movies, boxing movie. Was he in Tough Enough or was it the other one? I think it was Tough Enough with Dennis Quaid. Randall Tex Cobb's awesome. I wonder if he's still out there. I'm no, sure he's, he's not. Why do you own two cowboy Oh, Randall Tex Cobb, the guy that played the bounty hunter. Yeah. You, yeah. Own, you own two cowboy hats. He, actually, he might be. Who I have one broke. My daughter broke one, so I had to replace. Who was break the f- a cowboy hat? There's like, there's a metal ri- wire that holds the inside. Why, this one doesn't have it. Why you got cowboy it. hats? I, I like it. I, I tried it on. And I liked it. and I kept it. Well, where's that coming from, brother? You I don't like want to hide that fine hair of yours. I like the hat. I like Underneath the wicker hat. I think variety is the spice hair? of life. How about this hunting mask? Uh, what's that? What's my? Have you not seen that? No. It's a fucking good looking hat. It's the hunting mask. What's it's it not for? a hat. Where'd you get it? You don't hunt, so where'd you get it? I was like, what's the scariest thing I, I've ever seen on a man's head? And this was it. Oh, that's like a serial killer thing, yeah. Put the hat on. I've got exactly. It. I love my fucking hat. It's a nice, comfortable fucking hat, man. I love it. I like my little fucking cowboy hat. Mm. I'm not a fucking shame. Yeah, I started doing that. I actually have a, one of those, like, uh, those like uh, sport coats, like those casual sport <laughs> coats you bust up. So you're wearing a cowboy hat. I'm I'm busting this casual sport coat over a t-shirt. Yeah, we're we're really we're fashionable men. Uh, I'm not worried. I'm just trying to be like, more like Justin Timberlake. Next thing we're gonna come in here, he's gonna be wearing chaps. The cologne. The men. Hmm. Steve, I do own a few Star Trek films. You own all of them. Where are they? Where's that pile of crib? You own them all. Probably under S. Yeah. I only own, I think, five. Nobody liked my swimming pool joke, by the way. That made me sad. What's that? I missed it, I guess. 
Well, the, you have to listen to the podcast. To, won't you? to I was talking about our fashion. No, it was from Star Trek ago. I'm missing. Uh, what came after First Contact? Was that Insurrection? Yes, that was horrible. Is that like Perlman? It. Perlman in that? Which one? Probably, is he I think he was. But no, still Perlman horrible. was in uh, the last Nemesis. Nemesis was Dick Walk. I enjoyed it in theaters. You're a fool. Are you looking? See, are you looking forward to uh, Abrams getting his hands on the Star Trek series? I'm looking forward to it, but I don't know what to expect. I mean, it can't yeah. be worse than uh, what's come before. Is he actually going to go with Young Kirk? Is he going to do f- that? I don't have a faintest idea. I don't. Yeah, have right. I do not know. What's the other option? Old Kirk. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? That's a series that would be fun to reboot. No, it would not be. Oh, hell yeah, it would. No, it would not be. Treat treat those characters like James Bond. They've been talking about that, that doing the casting, the, All right, going right. the younger route for like 20 years now. We're going to recast yeah. Star Trek right now. No, we're not. I'm not, having, I'm not. I'm not having anything to do with this. Uh, you have to. You nope. can you could just you can criticize. What do you mean you're not going to have anything to do with this? I'm not going to recast Star Trek. You can't do it. I'm going to do it. I'd recast General Lee as the Enterprise. No, Nick's talking about casting it for the movie coming out, not, well, not recasting your beloved. No, yeah. I'm saying like, I would recast those characters. Yeah, he's, he's talking about recasting Kirk. The all. original series? If you, were to, if you were to reboot Star Trek today. Couldn't do it. Well, yeah, let's just talk about casting the movie because I don't want to hurt Steve's feelings. Fuck. Who would, you, who would, you, feelings. Who would be it's your latter-day Kirk? No one. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. No I'm, not, I'm not stepping there, Nick. So you're saying let's just come up with a new, new people who should be in a Star Trek movie? That's crap. That's, I agree. That is crap. Okay. It'd just be the same fucking six people everybody nominates for every role. Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman. Boring. Yeah, that's about right. Hugh Jackman is Kirk? No. No, you, you if you want to arbitrarily just fill people in to start That's not what form. I was saying. Our show doesn't do arbitrary, but I guess in your mind it does. Who? What, what, what is your take? What? Who would be? Who would you do? For, for, as Kirk? Well, no, you don't want to do that because you're apparently above it. No, you mean the, for the new movie? Yeah. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Who would he play? Kirk. Captain <laughs> Captain Turk. He'd play the Enterprise. Captain Stappen. I'd see the shit I'd see the shit out of that movie. <laughs> you and McGregor as Spock. This could be good. Arnold Vosloo as Chekhov. Mark Wahlberg as Sulu. Scott Bayo, Scotty. Oh, nice. It's not that nice. Halle Berry is Uhura. Campbell Scott is Scotty. <laughs> okay, fucking Hayden Zach, Christensen Zach is Khan. Zach is a triple. Who? Hayden Christensen is Khan. Yeah. James Khan is Khan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I see where you're going with this. So who would play uh, Harry Mudd? Who's Harry Mudd? Harry Mudd. Yeah, he's from the old show. Oh. What? Yeah. Nerd which, alert. Which episode? <laughs> Nerd <laughs> alert. <coughs> which episode? It's from I, Mudd, and Mudd's Women. Because his, his name's... Are you serious? The, yeah, I'm serious. Well, it had to be like an Earthbound character or something. He's a human, but he had... In one episode, he had androids, and I... Do they give any kind of a topical cream or? <laughs> no. Uh, this game is silly. It's not silly. I'd recast Kirk and it's in a heartbeat. You're you're a fool. Who? I don't know. I'm just saying I would. Cause you, you, but I wouldn't try to make them do a Shatner. 
Uh, it's hard it's to pointless, then. It's hard to cast because the, the person that you want to cast is just wouldn't. He doesn't make uh, like he wouldn't draw you to the box office. He doesn't have any clout. Who? Kirk Cameron. So, <laughs> I mean, he's just and he's super <laughs> religious. Kirk. Yeah, yeah he's super see. religious. Would you get Doctor Spock to be another guy's too old? Who? Kirk Douglas. He's too dead. Is he dead? He's not dead. Kirk Douglas still lives. Yes, yeah. he's still around. He just can't talk. No, he he's a massive stroke. Speaking of he's massive stroke, old Harry Huge hands. A massive stroke with George <laughs> George Decay. Oh, George Decay. No, <laughs> you know how like when you go when you go on uh, IMDb and you want to get to an actor quick and you don't want to type their whole name, so yeah. you just type a short film, a short name film that you know they're in. Yeah, I typed Oscar because <laughs> the first thing that jumps to mind is definitely for for Kirk, for Kirk Douglas. Yeah, he punches he punches uh, Stallone. He's his dad in it. He still alive. he still lives. Good yeah. for Kirk. He's still working. Actually, I told you he had a stroke. He just can't talk very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so all, you guys also uh, you know also had a, a stroke lately. Who? Actually, not lately, but Billy Squire. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about that? No. no what if yeah. he did have a stroke? It'd be ironic. What, well, I don't know if it'd be ironic. No, really. I'll tell you what, if I hung out with Scarlett Johansson, she'd have a breast stroke. Yeah, she just turned twenty one or something, twenty two. Mhm. All right. That's a good age. For what? Mm. Looking good, old Scarlett. Remember that movie? She's a little. She's a little bit overexposed. Do you yeah, think I she's wish. pure? I think she's pure. <sighs> no. Really? Oh, she's deflowered. Yeah, she's a. <laughs> she got man voice in the best kind of way, you know. Right. So who would play Bones? Pile of Snoop Dogg, <laughs> David Boreanaz, KFC Remnants, Bore- uh, Snoop Jay Dogg, Buner. Snoop Dogg, who? Yeah, Jay Buner. <laughs> <laughs> it's a baseball joke. I like that. It's the old Seattle Mariner joke. I'd recast the shit out of Star Trek right now. You're a fool. Because uh, I don't know. It's not like those people are still. If they, th- th- it's not like they hadn't completely pissed on their fucking. They haven't. I mean, the only reason people are uh, so attached is because those people haven't been able to shake those roles off. Shit, you know what? I wish I was writing it. Like, uh, you know, I wish I could write the. Because I would <laughs> do it. I, yeah, because I would do not like the old show. I'd do a, I'd like do an episode of Sherlock Bones. Like that's what it'd be called, <laughs> and then his uh, sidekick would be Spoxon. That'd be awesome. Hmm. That'd be awesome. Who who could be <coughs> Moriarty? Or, or I, like Mori I liked him better before he died. Moriarty Scotty. This is sacrilegious, is what this is. I'm completely offended. Sherlock Bones. I mean, did they? Maybe they already did that. They did in the next That's a good idea. They had a bunch of Sherlock Holmes episodes. Sherlock Bones. Yeah, Sherlock Bones. Yeah. They did not have a bunch of Sherlock Holmes episodes. <laughs> On Star Trek. Next Generation, they did. Spoxon? They did. Yeah. They used the hollow Elementary, deck. my dear Spoxon. They did. They had about... Oh, right. shit, it's, it's... Maybe not a bunch, but they had like three, maybe. Oh, shit, it's... No, no, no. They it's had, our arch nemesis, Maury Scott. They had Kathy Baker on the show, and she brought street cred to the show. Well, How do you feel about that woman, the woman Kirk they had later? 
Um, <laughs> the, the, war, the woman, Kirk? Yeah, the later show. What's her name? Hat, hat, Jane. <coughs> Janeway? I don't know. Is that her name on the show, Janeway? I stopped watching after next Talking about what's her face, Kate Mulgrew? Yeah. She's supposed to be good on that show, right? No. Laura? She was ugly. Hmm. Remember, I would re- I would recast the shit out of that I Star Trek show. I don't know if there was ever a requirement to be good looking in a Star Trek show, was it? Not known for its good looks. I disagree it is. But the I mean, women, Shatner, the women it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uhura? She was pretty. Yeah. yeah. She, she had... Uh, her trying to be sexy in those latter-day films, though. Whoa. Yeah. Marina Sirtis. She was pretty. Who's that? Manly. Manly? Marina Sirtis looked like Paul Stanley. In the in maybe in the, the films, but not in the show. Who's that? Played, um, she's one of the, Troy. the the porn in her, in, her, in the old days. She, she was in a porn when she was younger. She didn't do porn. She did nudity. She didn't do porn. Who's this? Marina Sirtis. Yeah, but you keep saying her name. I don't know who it is. What did she do? She was in Star Trek. Which one? Next Generation. She played the counselor. Oh, she played what's her? Did who? Troy. Like, Troy. Who? I, mean, I don't know this, but like, who did, who who uh, had sex with her on the show? Riker. Yeah, I know. She well, had sex with everybody. Yeah, he did. Because Johnny Frakes is great. That's why. Yeah. No, she didn't have, she went in a porno. She did nudity in um I don't remember Blind Date and Death Wish Three. Yeah, I don't know. What's her name again? Marina Sirtis. Manly. She was pretty. She looked like a guy. She was pretty then. I mean, she's still pretty. How old is she now? Ninety three, maybe. How old? Ninety three, ninety four. She was born in fifty five. Ooh. She's ripe. She's back in the day. Is she married to Frakes in real life? I hope not. No. You got to know. I don't think she would have married another I guy. I got to know. Jonathan Frakes. <laughs> He's great. Horrible. He's, I love him. He's got a wizard beard. John, Johnny Frakes. <laughs> <laughs> On VHS or DVD? <laughs> He's got a kind of like stylish wizard beard. Johnny though, Frakes though. is awesome. Kind of, he's got sorcerer beard. He's no, he's got he's got Rogaine beard. It looks like <laughs> like in a like in a picture of Just for Men. No, it's not like wizard beard. It's like sorcerer beard because it's like kind of like stylish beard. I can't know? let you make fun of John Frakes. It looks like an appliance beard. Yeah, it's like two uniform beard. Yeah, it's very groomed. Yeah, because he's the man. Because yeah. Johnny Johnny Frakes knows what he's doing. He gets the ladies. Yeah, he directed Clock Stoppers. Hey, <laughs> he, he made money on it. I don't think so. He, he also directed well, he Thunderbirds. Or he did direct. He did do Thunderbirds. That bird. That beard's so groomed. It's got a bride. You know what I'm saying, Steve? That's excellent. And that bride is a boy. He went from north and south to Star Trek to Clockstop. He ordered a beard, all the trimmings, <laughs> because he's excellent. And he did he do Alien Autopsy? Did yeah, he, he did. He hosted it. Excellent. He the did. guy is awesome. He's a personal hero of mine. After that failed, though, he ended up doing Alien Dentistry. And then he did Alien Pet Cemetery. Alien Biopsy. Alien Dentistry was good. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that shit was fake, though. That's what's so scary. Really? Mm-hmm. Dems look like real extraterrestrial-like molars to me, you know? Yeah, well. I'm not a big fan of Jonathan Frakes. I think he's shit. You don't like anything to do with Star Trek. He's not funny. Like you watch, you watch the, the, sh- the movies and the show, and, and he's like got punchlines, but he's not. I disagree. Funny. His commentary on First Contact is hilarious. It's very good. I thing is, Nick, you're just trying to piss Steve off. That's all you're doing. No, I hate, you, I've always hated Jonathan. You love, you, he know how much he loves the shit. So why are you getting on him about it? Because he hates stuff I like and and, and, and Fishbone. You don't like Fishbone? No. That's you should play Bones. 
The band Fishbone. (laughs) (laughs) What time is it? You know what's funny is I'm surprised he didn't just use some other actor named DeForest. The Amish were in the news recently. That's some funny shit. Oh, good. It's not funny about the the, the, the murderizing. What's funny about the Amish? The the funny thing is, it's it's 11 o'clock. What was funny about Nick? I drove through Amish country recently. Did you murder anybody? I got a postcard. Did you have a witness? (laughs) What's funny is that there was a murder in the Amish community and all that. Yeah, but the school? Yeah, I mean, that's that's not funny, but what's funny is that that it was in an Amish community that, that that the Amish exists still. Why is it? F- they need to get a fucking grip. No, I don't have. They a need to with stop that. fucking milking shit and churning shit. That's great. Putting up uh, barns and whatnot. I mean, that's a good lifestyle. <laughs> Nothing though. wrong with that at all. <laughs> How many barns do you need? They need to start building some Elias. I don't know. I think that they have a. You think it's a simple way of life? It's just a different way of life. It's not simple. Mm-hmm. They just have to build these Game Boys out of wood and shit like that. Yeah. That's what they choose. They have that right. I like how you said that this is the, your qualifier was like uh, the murder that happened in the community. That wasn't funny. What's funny is that they exist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Amish. Amish and Andy. Now, I've never talked to an Amish cat. Do they uh, do they know we're here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't the village. <laughs> an Amish cat can't speak, right? What just went? What was that metal thing that just went past us? Don't look, Jehebra. Wait, I'm not going to get into this. You're making fun of the Amish. I have no use for I have no use for Amish, by the way. Who's this I'm, guy? I'm up and running on MSN men- Messenger-ish. What are you going to make fun of the Amish for? Who's this guy with normal hair punching me? Ignore him, ignore him, Rebecca. He's not real. Why can't we plow past the, past, past the uh, metallic shine? You know I'm sad for them? What? <laughs> You know what I'm sad for their <laughs> for their community. Well, they can't get the podcast. They can't after get their this, hands on our podcast after this tiny segment. It's not such a bad thing. They can't get. Is everybody Amish? Because <laughs> it seems to be a lot of people are having trouble getting a hold of our podcasts. Motherfucks. Do they use cell phones? The Amish? No. No. I don't think they're loud. No. It's in their treaty. They just moved to corn as a, as a means of communication. <laughs> Ears of corn? Is that where you're going with yeah, that? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> fucking, I, you know, I have nothing against them other than the fact that they, they have stupid names, stupid hair. And they exist. <laughs> you, have, you got no business making fun of the office. They have way too many H's in their names. Yeah. That's great. We need to bring that back. They're a Scrabble nightmare. Scrabble's fun. We played they it got, the other they night. Those, we did too. Played they got those. They got I those, kicked Dane's uh, ass, which is not easy. Horse-drawn characters, which I mean, I didn't even know those fuckers could illustrate. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, how, how where do the how do they hold the the paints and the pens like pencils? They're when they're hooves. They put a belt around the. And why don't they? I mean, if they got a fucking horse that can draw, why don't they have them draw something faster? Yeah, draw a fucking airplane. They they can leave their stupid place. Horse drawn airplane. What is that? I'd, you know what? It'll be a fun. This this should the next jackass should be what they do is they grab Amish people and take them someplace real. Yeah. <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs> take them out of their dream world. Say <laughs> hey, here, come come to come to 42nd Street. You fucking Amish. Walk this whole around. discussion is offensive. Walk around. They had like a reality show about this where they mix the inter. They they actually did that. They did mixed they? in some Amish. Yeah. With the with the real. <laughs> they open a puritanic salon. Like someone hand you a scribble, you're like, "What the? F- what is this? It's a horse-drawn cat carriage." Didn't take Tim my Allen, word. Take did, my word for it. Didn't Tim <laughs> Allen do a film for better or for worse? It's our least talented horse. Tim Allen cursed the alley film. Yeah. For better or for worse, about yeah. the Amish. Yeah. I don't, why do you keep bringing this back to film? Because this is a witness. Witness is a very good film with the concerning the Amish and uh, also um, Kingpin. Kingpin had some very funny Amish segments in it. Randy Quaid was a we Amish should, person. We should. We should drop Amish people via parachute into Iraq. They they might not last. No one's lasting over there. There we go. <laughs> it's true. But Peter what North. What, what time is Still it? holds it off. <coughs> Steve, are you about to stick up for the Iraq war? <laughs> Here's a good defense right here. Yeah, hold it up. <coughs> Steve Steve supports he supports I support the Amish that's what I do there's a safe platform <laughs> protect it's like we shouldn't, we shouldn't send them to Iraq not at all no no the Amish they don't have anything to deserve that shouldn't serenade you think some people do deserve it though <laughs> Who? the our, Mennonites our, our children send the Mennonites <laughs> people that are a big fan of Menno Simons Bible smuggler. I know that story. Mennonites are the people that are a real big fan of what? Speed stick? By Menon? <laughs> Jesus. Awesome. By yeah. Menon. <laughs> the commercial. The, do you think they use deodorant? <coughs> like, that the Amish? The Amish. They probably do, but they don't use, they can't get it the, the, um, the spray on the speed stick they have to actually they actually use grub actually they send one really really sneaky Amish guy out to get tag spray for the community yeah which is interesting they have they have to they shop I mean they they ride their carriages and shit because their carriages have license plates if I remember right you remember I think so from witness it's the only way you'd have any contact. I mean, you don't live in Pennsylvania. And I remember they had one with, and it had the neon around the license plate. Yeah, but it was it was it was cow neon. <laughs> but no, don't. I mean, don't they? They go into stores and should they interact with Pennsylvania folk, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Go to the old arc, the, down at the old arcade. Can play some centipede. Play play butter. Butter churner. It's like the modified root beer tapper. Like the uh, <laughs> they play, they play pack Amish. <laughs> What's that fighting game they have? Hmm? Isaac. Is that what it's called? It's uh, I guess 
This guy's not called like uh, Street Isaac, Dirt Road Fighter. <laughs> Was it like um, Moral Combat? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, love, 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 love. Fuck, fuck, fuck.